Now we're back with another episode of the Three Fever Point After Podcast. I think this is episode 12, maybe 13 of the year. It's hard to keep track, especially when you talk about this much football all the time. My co-host Jeff Harper, offensive coordinator of Natchitoches Central, is here. And um, coach, you look back at last week uh, in terms of Shreveport, Bossier area teams, not a solid first round of the playoffs for our local squads. No, it, it, it didn't uh, seem to start real well for us and our picks, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to pick against our guys. So, no. uh, um, you know, they, they made the playoffs and, and that's how you play the football game, man. That's why, that's why you play it. So those, those teams that, um, showed up and beat guys that we picked, uh, you know, congratulations to them. But we still have this week. Yeah. And, you know, obviously the way the LHSAA playoffs are structured, um, things obviously, uh, different than they've been in the past 10 years. A lot of the heavy hitters in our area were on first round buys. So it's not like we saw any major upsets of our teams outside of Huntington. Um, and before we do move on to some of those teams playing this week, I did kind of want to talk about that Huntington game. It was our game of the week. You know, Daniel and I are looking at this. Uh, you know, looking at this matchup, thinking this will be a good, good night for Huntington. We can spotlight them. Uh, but as it's kind of what you were talking about last week, just the reverse of it, uh, Woodlawn and Baton Rouge playing in the tough district down south. They come up here. The records looked wildly in Huntington's favor. But look, that's why they played the game. And um, it was a tough night for the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I don't know much about Woodlawn and Baton Rouge. I do know that they, they lost their uh, – five-star quarterback he's at LSU now so um, you know most of the time when you have that type of talent leave um, you, you just you know you, you see a letdown and maybe that's why you saw the, the records discrepancy in the records but um, you know congratulations to Woodlawn and Baton Rouge They've, they, they uh, came up here and beat a good Huntington team and um, you know on to the next round and Huntington had a great year great run and I hate it for them uh, but you know uh, at the end of the day it's it's football it's the playoffs and and it's a it's a one it's a one-game season, so um, you know, uh, in, in a situation like this, it, it's really hard to go on the road and win a football game, uh, and it's really hard to do that in the playoffs. So hats off to Woodlawn and Baton Rouge. Yeah, for sure. And you know, for Huntington, you talk about the brackets and whatever, whatever. Well, they're playing in this bracket next year, regardless, because they're moving up to 5A. So uh, perhaps a good lesson for the Raiders as they move up to the state's highest classification, move into your guys's district. So um, that'll certainly be interesting uh, as that plays out. But we. Have a long way to go before we get to next season. We still have a ton of teams in action this Friday night. Um, starting in Division One, uh, non-select is where we'll start because that's the first paper that I'm holding in my hand. Um, we'll finally get to see Rustin and Airline in action, both on first round buys, both teams that uh, should be a factor as we get past Thanksgiving. Um, I guess we'll start at the top, top-seeded Rustin. They host the 16-seed Westgate. Uh, you know, we, we understand the anything could happen, but this would be a long shot to say the least uh, Rustin uh, stumbling here. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it happening. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't see this as a David versus Goliath matchup either Westgate, you know, just, I think it was in 21 won a state championship. So, uh, you know, they're, they're talented and, and you've got, uh, you've got Rustin who, you know, was so close to winning it all last year. So uh, that's a team on the mission. They have a plan. They're playing really good football. Um, and, you know, they're aware of, you know, what, what they've got to do to win. Coach Ball does a great job, and, and they're really, really, really good. And so, um, you know, Westgate, I, I don't know if their quarterback's back. I know he got hurt uh, against Calvary. I don't know if he's back yet or not, but uh, or even if he could come back, I don't know. But, um, you know, this is a tough one, tough task to, to come up and play uh, Rustin, especially Rustin at home. 
Yeah, and you mentioned that Calvary game. I mean, I think Ruston maybe is one of the only teams uh, in the state that would have a, a strong chance to, to beat Calvary. I mean, they're just so loaded. I mean, yeah, that quarterback took a hit against the Cavs uh, out of Westgate. I, I, I was uh, filming that game. That was pretty brutal uh, on a fumble uh, play there. Um, Airline at four hosting Southside. I think everyone on that side of Bozier has been eagerly awaiting their first playoff game after what happened last year. Um, you know, a lot of these guys, another year older, they had that disappointment of a year ago against Houghton. Um, I, I expect nothing but great things out of the Vikings uh, at home here in round two. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, they're, they're aware of what happened last year. It's fresh on their mind, but they've got their hands full this week. South Southside's no joke. Uh, and you look at who they've played and who they've lost to, um, you know, they've lost to, you know, the best teams in the state. So um, Southside will be a test. It's a really, really good, uh, you know, second-round matchup. Uh, this is why you want that, that, uh, that week off to where you get, you know, uh, more time to prepare, get your guys healthy, um, you know, work on things that, that, that you need to clean up. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, they've got all those things worked out and, and airline can um, put last year behind them. And, and this year is a fresh year, new start. A one game season. This is a game that they definitely want. Um, and this is an opponent that's going to give them a really, really tough matchup. It'll be a very good game. I, I, I plan on being there to watch it. Well, you can say hello to the newest edition of the Friday Football Fever team. Sydney Lane is our new reporter. She'll be covering that game for us. Best part about Sydney Lane, besides being a very nice and talented woman, she is a Houghton Buccaneer, just like myself. So we've got another one on the squad. <laughs> Feeling good about that. So say hello to Sydney. If you see her out at the game, uh, she'll be out there running around getting all the uh, highlights for us on a Friday night. But yeah, I'm with you. You know, airlines looked so good for most of the year. And and uh, and I'm sure they're they're excited to have a test here, a team that they haven't played much like what they what they saw with Houghton a year ago in the playoffs. So um, I'm excited about that. I I think both of us agree that we should get a couple wins here um, in the Division One non-select bracket. Which brings us to Division Two non-select, where we just have one team left, but it is the top seed, North DeSoto. DeRitter coming to town. They beat Lakeshore on the road in round one. They go back on the road to face the Griffins. Um, I, I don't know. I just have a hard time finding any scenario where North DeSoto's season doesn't end one way or another in the Superdome. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Coach Dunn would say, "Easy, fella. We we, we <laughs> just one game at a time." Right. Uh, but the, the Ritter's a team they're familiar with. They play them in the spring usually, uh, uh, either spring or fall scrimmage. I can't remember. No, they got Halton in the fall scrimmage. So yeah, the Ritter in the spring. So they there's familiarity there. But the teams are so different by the time you get to the playoffs. Right. Uh, so this is this is a really good matchup. You know, the Ritter's big. I listened to Coach uh, uh, Coach um, Dunn this morning. Uh, talk about you know uh, DeRitter and what they do well, and they're big, they're physical, uh, and it's it's a matchup that they're looking forward to. But uh, they, they know that they have some things that they can do, and DeRitter's gonna have trouble stopping. So um, you know, I, I like the matchup. I, I think I think uh, North Minnesota rolls in this one big time. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you there. Um, and it's interesting, you know, having a week without North DeSoto and Airline and Shreve and Calvary. It was uh, it was a little diff more difficult to find those top five plays of the week because they usually provide uh, so many of them. Obviously, uh, you know, with, yeah. with Landry Wyatt and, and Luke Delafield, I mean, they're in it every night. So uh, that was an interesting uh, a week for us, especially in a lot of losing efforts. It, it was tough, but uh, happy to have all these teams uh, uh, back at it tonight, which brings us to Division Three non-select where – 
look, we got Manny as our highest seed at six. They took care of business and then some at home. Tylen Singleton had a nice game, and Jeremiah James scored seven touchdowns uh, for the for the Tigers. That's a, that ties a school record um, in that round one game. Um, South Plaquemines, 11 seed coming into Manny. I think this will probably be a, a little tougher test than what the Tigers saw in round one. Yeah, that's the talk, uh, you know, but Manny doesn't fear anybody that's come into them and they, you know at the end of the day they, they're feeling good about where they're at so uh you know it, it is definitely going to be a, a tougher task but it's one that i'm sure manny's up for uh you know it, it, it in this point in the season you know you're you're wanting everything to be clean and you're wanting to uh be able to you know execute in all three phases of the game and you want to create some breaks for yourself and so uh you know here you know, manny is going to have uh, the upper hand because it, it, at the end of the day, they, they feel like they've got this thing uh, where they want it. And I believe this game is at Manning, right? Or yes, is Manning on the road? No, they're at home. Yeah, so it's not an easy place to go and play. Uh, so, you know, there's there's going to be some mystique when you step out on the field. This team just, you know, defending state champs. And uh, it's, a you know, a hostile environment. Hopefully the weather cooperates so that thing is full uh, you know, you, you've seen it. Y'all shot the film and all oh, that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Manny, Manny, Manny fills up the track next to yes. like right on top of the field. <laughs> That's not easy to deal with. Nope. And that, you know, if you're not used to playing them year in and year out or seeing them, um, you know, that that can cause some issues too. So uh, I think Manny, Manny's got their hands full this week, but it's one that they're going to be up for. It's tough for us uh, camera guys too, because uh, and ladies, because uh, you feel like a lot of times you're blocking the the people's view because they're standing. You're standing mm -hmm. right in front of them. You feel bad for them, but um, yeah, I mean, when there's nowhere to sit, you get right on the track. They put the little caution tape up, and they fill that thing pretty much as close as you can get. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, look, you know, you talk about star power. Uh, the Tigers certainly have that. Um, Tylen's kind of taken into that role that that we saw Tackett do a year ago. And they do have a more of a traditional quarterback there, but you know, when they need a couple yards, Tylen's taking that snap and he's running straight ahead. Uh, Jeremiah. James unbelievable I mean seven touchdowns in a playoff game I don't care who you're playing that is that is great he had four in the first yeah. half um, so uh, yeah I, I love Manny in this one too uh, but I but that as you said I think it will be a little tougher for them um, North Webster 14 seed this is a talented team we talked a lot about them last week Xavier McLaughlin leading the uh, leading the Knights out there they go to St. James hey uh, it's gonna be tough but I really like these this Knights team. I, I really think they're going to give St. James a, a tough game. Yeah, St. James is a different animal. And um, they, they're, they're big, they're fast, and they're physical. Uh, you know, they, they are extremely confident. Um, they, they like to, you know, Jess was telling me stories about St. James coming and playing them last year and just how they were when they got off the bus and, you know, standing on their elm. And, I mean, just – that's the type of team that, that Northwestern is going to play is a team that is wants to get in your head. Uh, Northwestern, you know, needs to get off that bus, head down and get, get after them, get after them, punch them in the mouth and, uh, and, and make it, make it ugly, messy early. Um, and, you know, coach Ware, they know how to coach over there. They, they, they can, they can do some things and they can prepare. I mean, I, I remember them really well being very well coached when, when I was in that district at Loyola. So uh, I hope that, that, that Northwestern can, uh, put it all together and, and give give St. James all they want and pull the upset. But that is going to be a tough ask. I mean, St. James is they're really good. So either way, you know that's one that's one that one score that I'm going to be paying close attention to Friday night. Absolutely. Of course, we'll have our eyes on uh, on all of it. Um, we'll have some highlights of that too um, of the nights I believe at St. James. Yes, we're still working to get those highlights. I don't want to 
don't want to uh, be incorrect there. It's tough when you're working with all these affiliates because they're shooting other games, whatever, whatever. Um, that brings us to our final team in this bracket. A little hand up moment for me. We, we take accountability on this team when we mess something up. Um, and so by taking accountability, I'm going to blame Daniel. Um, I had Daniel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had Daniel highlight all the local teams for me in these brackets. Um, you could probably see it, right? Uh, maybe you could see the, hi mm -hmm. the, the highlighted stuff there. Um, he did not mm -hmm. highlight Mansfield last week, so we did not talk about Mansfield oh. last week. And wouldn't you know it, Coach? The one team we miss. What do they do? They go on the they road. Win. They get the they upset. Win. They get the right to go to Sterlington in round two. Um, what a win by the Wolverines last Friday. Much tougher test here in round two against the second seed, Sterlington. Yeah, congratulations to Coach Barbe and his staff. You know, uh, they, they've really done a good job year two. Uh, we got to compete against them last year. And they're just they're well-coached, hard-nosed team. Uh, you know, they're young. they got some young talent on the field. So uh, th this, is a, this is a tough ask to go on the road and play Sterlington in their backyard. And uh, uh, that's, a, that's a cool environment to play in. Uh, and it's definitely one in the playoffs that you don't really want to uh, have to deal with Sterlington at home. They're, they're tough to beat regardless of where you play them. But at home, they're very, very tough to beat. But, uh, you know, M Mansfield can do some things offensively that, that are going to cause some problems. Um, and and they, the way that they can uh, surprise you with different run looks and, and some of the stuff, the slot T background that Coach Barbe has is very difficult. You don't see it in Louisiana. You see it in Texas. Um, and, you know, I haven't got to watch much film on them this year because, you know, they're not in our district. They were when I was at Red River. and They were they were very difficult to deal with um, offensively. And so, uh, but so Sterlington. And they're going to get an eye and they're going to run veer and they're going to run the option stuff. And then they can spread you out and they control it a little bit. They're going to have athletes. They're going to they're gonna run to the ball on defense. Uh, they're a really good team. You know, Sterlington is in, in the conversation. Any classification is one of the best teams in the state, regardless of, of size of school. So, um, very tough uh, matchup for Mansfield, but uh, you know, you never know, man. That's why that's why you play the game. I hope that uh, they can make it tough on Sterlington and, and grind one out. Uh, but that's that's going to be going to be a tough game. And I, I, I'm I'm happy for Mansfield and the fact that we missed them last week. I, I feel bad uh, because they have had a very good year and they've done some really special things this year. And so that's a team I wish that we would have been able to highlight last week. Yeah, same here. So again, hand up on that. I uh, hate when that stuff happens. These brackets can be tough to decipher, but but you don't want to miss anyone. And I'm glad we were able to talk about them. Uh, and I can tell you, we will have highlights of Mansfield uh, this Friday playing at Sterlington. Our friends um, over in the Monroe area will be helping us out um, with those highlights. So we do look forward to, to seeing the Wolverines in action on Friday night. That brings us to the Division Four non-select. I would say maybe one of my favorite or most exciting brackets as it pertains to local teams because we're looking at Logansport, Haynesville, and Homer all in action Friday night. Uh, we'll start at the top. The top-seeded Logansport Tigers hosting 16-seeded Franklin. I know everyone in the small town of Logansport has been waiting, waiting, waiting for some playoff football. Yeah, uh, you know, Coach Coach McGee texted me Saturday on our way up to Magnolia to watch uh, Southern Arkansas and, and Arkansas Monticello in the in the rivalry game battle battle of the Timberlands. Uh, and it's a that's a big deal. And uh, I checked my phone and and he shoots me a text and he was you know just talking X's and O's and some of the stuff they're going to see this week and they're ready, man. You know they're they're ready. And and uh, I told him I said, bro, look, uh, you, you, I picked you cats. You know when y'all played St. Mary's and. Uh, it wasn't a very popular pick down there in Natchitoches for me, and he kind of laughed it, laughed it off. But they have it rolling, and they're feeling good. And, uh, you know, this is a team that 
Um, you know, Franklin's going to do some things to them with their defense, some of the scheme that they use uh, that can make it make it tough for an offense. And so, um, you know, they, they've got a good plan, and, and they're really uh, narrowing their focus on the things that they need to do really well this week. And uh, you have to go to Logansport and play. It's a tough place to play. It's a fun environment on Friday nights. Oh, it's yeah. one of the coolest environments that you can play at. I loved it when we went there. Didn't like the outcome, but I loved playing there. It was fun. <laughs> Uh, and so they, they are, uh, they are, they're really talented and, uh, I expect them to be up for this game. And, um, just a quick word to all of our Logan sport fans out there. We are sending a camera to Logan sport. We have received <laughs> some messages. Uh, they do not like when I grab the stream. I wish I could get the point across more clearly that if we get the stream of Logan sport, which is high quality, you have to remember their stream is very good. We can take that stream. Mm -hmm. Our viewers at home have a great idea of what happened on that night. And then we can send a camera to some other schools. So by Logan sport sacrificing, getting the stream that allows us to show more teams that necessarily don't have streams, but it's playoffs. We'll be there. Camera guy, Jordan, normally our East Texas guy. We're sending him to Louisiana. He'll be out there for us on Friday night. So if you see Jordan, he's got the three on his camera. Give him a little wave. Let him know how appreciative you are uh, that KTBS cameras are at Logansport for a playoff game. And obviously we know Tank the Tiger. The only, I think he's the only Tiger mascot with a purple mohawk in the world. Um, he, he's uh, he's <laughs> certainly one of, one, of the best, uh, one of the best in the mascot game. Um, that brings us to Haynesville. Also coming off of a bye four seed hosting General Trass. General Trass, a 20 seed that went on the road and upset Arcadia last week. Yeah, General Trass is usually up there in the top four or five, uh, and they're they're extremely talented over there, very well coached. Uh, I, I was surprised to see where they were, but not knowing who they played this year, I assume their schedule was a little more difficult. Uh, and, and in these smaller schools, sometimes you, you look at their, their record and, and you see, you know, a lull, and, and maybe they, maybe they kind of uh, had some losses here or there, are close games that didn't go their way. And a lot of times it has to do with numbers that has have to do with guys that are out with injury. And then when they get their horses back, you know, all of a sudden now they, they look different. And so um, I, I do I, I don't know what they've done this year, but you know, previous years I've watched them and they're they're extremely talented, very athletic. Uh, but Haynesville's really really good, yep. and uh, they're they've got it rolling too. And so sitting back, you know, getting a buy, and then you have to go up there and play them. Oh. Uh, that's that's tough. So, I think the tours roll this week, and um, and and we're just setting it up. You know, one one uh, week closer yes. to seeing it. You know, seeing the game. You know, uh, <laughs> that'd, that'd be awesome. I have so much faith in, in both those teams that uh, they know how much it means to guys like us to see that game, and that's why they're doing it. <laughs> I know that's obviously not true, but um, I, I just I, I look. I see no world in which we're not talking about in a couple of weeks. We're sitting here just losing our minds over this Haynesville Logansport rematch in the semifinals, which would be in Logansport. Um, spoiler alert: that would be our game of the week uh, when that does happen. Be a very easy choice for us there. Um, before we move on, uh, you know, obviously you have so much great insight on all these teams. Uh, I've, I rarely have a chance to throw something in on one of these teams, especially one on the road, but I do have one here. has nothing to do with the game Friday night, but General Trass, um, they are the subject of one of my most infamous bloopers on Friday Football Fever. Um, people were not very happy when I mistakenly said General Trash when uh, after showing <laughs> a score in which they lost greatly. And um, I oh, wish man. I was that clever to just come up with that, but I wasn't. It was literally just, you know how it goes. You're talking, and, and it came out. And I caught myself, like, it was probably 45 seconds later. I was saying other words, and I was like, oh, I did not mean to say trash right there. I'm sorry. Mm, but mm, mm. So I heard about that one, and we put it in the blooper reel that year, and we all made fun of me. So there's my insight on this game. Give me the tours all the way. Uh, 
Then we have number seven, Homer. They were dominant over Dell High last week. They now have 10 Oakdale coming to town. That's going to be a tough one for the Pels, I believe. Yeah, Oakdale, you know, they, they used to be in that 2A bracket, and so we would get their film because of who they played in their district. Um, and they were always very big and very physical. And, and I mean, I, I remember them, how much they stood out on film going, how in the world is this team – a 500 team and and it, but they just they played hard teams and they were just big and physical and um you know i don't know much about them this year but uh you know i'm sure homer is is looking forward to the opportunity to knock another team out and keep things going uh you know going the way they're they're hoping that they go and that they, you know reach those goals of trying to make it deep in the playoffs and so this is just another team um that stands in their way the one thing that i, I just it, to me i'm, I'm struggling with with the with the brackets and the way they go is you know Oakdale traditionally and, and I could be wrong but I'm just walk, work, working off of stuff I know from 2A ball they were a 2A team and right. they're one of those smaller 2As that has to play down yep. um, and so that's why they're doing away with classifications and doing divisions and all I get it General Trass is the same way yep. uh, you know they they were a 2A team and they bumping down so uh, it's just odd for me to hear Homer playing Oakdale you know it just know. you know catches yeah. me off guard it hits me off guard yeah, but, I, I, yeah I hope it. that I hope that Homer I hope that Homer just you know wears that butt out. That's what I hope. Yeah, same here. And and you know you see it with like Northwood, uh, up they're playing up at Huntington the same. Even though they will be a five A school, it's weird and and it's it begs the question of if they are if there's something separating them in the regular season. Whatever we could we've already done this uh, many times, yeah, but yeah. but we are in agreement there. Um, and I I think most people probably are. There's no perfect solution, and, and uh, hopefully, you know, we find the best one one of these days. It's been a few years. But uh, that's the Division Four non-select bracket. And, and, and I'm not sleeping on Homer. Um, I think maybe the Claiborne Paris Super Bowl and the way that went maybe kind of uh, changed people's opinions on the Pelicans. But uh, still, they're one of the top teams in 1A, and, and, and I would not be shocked if they're moving on to the quarters as well. Um, let's go select. Let's go to Division One. We're speaking of Northwood, Huntington, and Bird. All go down in round one. All with tough test, tests. I mean, Northwood hosting Rummel in a playoff game. I don't think that's a scenario that anyone would ever imagine would have happened, but it did. No. Um, now Rummel, who beat Northwood, gets to come back to Shreveport to face Captain Shreve off of a bye. Yeah, Rummel's a different animal. And you and I talked about this last week. You know, those Catholic League teams are just – they're – battle tested they're deep uh, and they're well coached and they've got athletes and they're you know physical so two trips to Shreveport that was no joke and yeah. um, you know I, I I know that that was talked about last week um, I was listening to the Parkway the, the Parkway game on the radio and you know some of those guys were talking about Rumble having to make two trips up north um, you, you know that is tough but that that is a team that I'm sure is, is going to be well prepared for it and I know that Coach Kirby and his staff are going to do everything they can to game plan, put something together that uh, that gives them trouble. And look, I've told you, and I've said it all year, uh, Captain Shreve is tough to stop in the run game. And Courtney Beener, being a guy who can throw it, but really specializes in the run, and then you give him the read game to go with it, uh, that's just an element that teams aren't used to seeing. Yeah, they're going to have every team's going to have some element of quarterback run and some element of zone read, but. You really don't know when he's going to pull it, and and then all of a sudden he becomes the main guy you're having to stop. Um, and Otis is just—he's a stud, and yeah. they're they're really big up front. I mean, Shreve is overwhelmingly large up front, 
They look like a college offensive line. They uh, they're huge. Uh, and they've, from what I've been told, they've made some adjustments to the defensive line, and, and that really um, has, has, you know, changed things for them on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, so there's no telling, man. I know that, it, that, that they got all, they got all their, their, their guys on the field, and they're healthy, and they got a week to prepare. Um, you know, there's no telling uh, what this game looks like. I do think it's going to be close. I do think that it's going to be physical. I do think that Shreve is going to throw things at them. Um, that that are going to cause problems because it. I mean, you're talking about a mixture of size, speed, and scheme. They're 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 going to have to. Rummel's going to have to play sound in all three phases of the game. And Shreve's really good on special teams too. So, you give them the home field advantage, and you give them that week off where they're healthy, and they had pretty much two weeks to prepare for you. Um, I'm I'm expecting Shreve to shock everybody this week and uh, pull off. What many people up here, you know, they would see that Shreve's playing Rumble. Nobody, a lot of people, just casual fans, don't know much about Rumble. They don't understand uh, that that's a private school that's loaded every year. Um, but you know, uh, I do think that Shreve's got a team that can that can cause a lot of problems for Rumble. And and uh, you know, I'm not saying Rumble's not great. They are. They're really good. Uh, this this is just two weeks in a row making the trip up here. I'm just I'm leaning toward Shreve. I really want them to win. I'd love to see right. our one five eight guys, um, you know, do well in the playoffs. And so I'm hoping that that, that this is the week. I, I'm calling it now that if there was going to be an upset this week, this is this would be an upset because all those people down there they're not really worried about what Shreve's ranking is. They yeah. they're expecting this to be a win for Rumble. Um, and so I'm I'm hoping that uh, those fortunes change this week. I'm expecting it to really. I think Shreve um, has got a really really good team. It's going to give them trouble this week. Yeah, I'm with you. I think everyone down south, and you kind of mentioned it uh, in the show last week too, you know, they don't necessarily, um, respect is a harsh word, they don't take these North Louisiana teams as seriously sometimes, and it's really because of the competition that they see week in and week out, and I get it. There's a history there. There's, you know, there's, we, there's plenty of examples of playoff losses, but I'm with you, man. There's something about this Shreve team. I, I can speak for myself. I've doubted them plenty of times this year and not they have not only proved me wrong they've proven me wrong with like three exclamation marks I mean they have just destroyed every team that we thought would give them trouble outside of Calvary well who has who didn't struggle with Calvary so mm -hmm. yeah I mean I don't think I don't think this is a mismatch at all I think some people like you said down south believe that it is um, Captain yeah. Shreve is scary good and we've seen it week in and week out with this team I'm done doubting them the run game, the defense, that's how you win in the playoffs, and that's, that are two of their strongest uh, traits. So, yeah, I'm with you all the way. Give me the Gators. I, I mean, I, I want to see them go as far as possible. Um, those kids believe in Coach Kirby. You know, I'm out there on the sidelines often. I see it. It's, it's really special, and it's been fun to uh, follow this year. So I'm with you 100%. Give me the Gators Division One select, our only team left uh, in that bracket. So. This will be a good one for them to uh, represent Shreveport Bossier well. We go to number, uh, Division Two Select, where we only have one team left again. Booker T. Washington and Woodlawn fell on the road. Evangel got the win, though. The only Shreveport Bossier team to actually win in round one was Evangel. They have our Griffins Player of the Week, and they have the pleasure of hitting the road in round two to Archbishop Shaw. We mentioned a 12 seed for Evangel, probably a little low, a chance to prove it this week. Shaw's a tough, tough football program every year, year in and year out. Year out. They're just, they're good. Um, and, you know, I just feel like this is a team that, that Evangel's been sitting back for four years, you know, uh, with a, a young group of guys uh, learning to 
to play the game together and do things the way that Coach uh, Duran wants to do it. And they have seen uh, tremendous growth year in and year out with those guys. And, um, you know, you're, you're not going to run into uh, a, a, a more prepared team uh, than Evangel in the playoffs. I mean, they, they know how to play playoff football. So I expect them to go down there. And this is another one. I think they're, they're going to go down there and they're going to shock the world too. Um, and, and beat Shaw, and that would be huge. That'd be huge for the program, uh, just because you know they're they're on the rise. I mean, they, there's right. there's a lot of um, you know talk about Evangel and all that right now, but uh, they have had a great year, and I, I expect it to keep rolling. Uh, you know, this week when they go down to Shaw, I think that, that they're going to get it done. And uh, you know, watch out for the Eagles, man. They're they're the real deal. It'd be a heck of an episode for Amazon as well uh, if they could go pull that off. I, have you mm. watched the documentary at all? I admittedly have not, and I need yeah. to. So you did watch it. Yeah, it's excellent. I was about it's to say, excellent. let's get a quick yeah. movie review from Coach Harper. No, I, I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, you know, anytime that you get to highlight uh, local high school athletes, um, you know, that, that, that is, that's good. I mean, I, I, I love it. And uh, that's why I like training quarterbacks. That's why I like doing this. Uh, you know, everybody has opinions of why people do what they do. Uh, but at the end of the day, those kids are getting highlighted. And, um, and it is it is something they get to go back and, and look on with fond memories. And so, uh, you know, the the, uh, the the show's excellent. It's it's good TV. There's a lot of junk on TV that we spend time wasting our time watching. It's just just absolute trash. Yep. Uh, it shows. It's got a great message. It's it's uh, it you know fo- it focuses on the main things. You know your faith. You know family, and then football. The three things that matter most to that program. And uh, you know I love what Evangel's doing. And and I you know I'm pulling for him each each and every week. You know that's. It, it's not because of the the show. I mean, I, I just you know the knowing what they've been through and and and, and how they you know had all the this you know major success and and all of a sudden you know uh, it's not there anymore. And then boom, now they got things rolling again. And this group started together four years ago. You know, I, I like to see you know happy endings. I really do. And this is one of those things with the Fulgham Fulgham twins. They have they they had an incredible senior year, and I want to see them keep going. And so, if you haven't watched the show, you need to watch it. It's yes. excellent. All right, I'll make that my off-season uh, goal to get ready for season two, which they're filming right now. If you go out to an Avenger game, you see the crew. They're, in, they're really nice. They, they, they are very conscious of your space when you're also filming the game, so we do love to see that. So, okay, that'll be my homework assignment. We'll make sure to get that done. God Family Football is what it's called. It's mm-hmm. on Amazon Freebie, so um, it's free. So go check it out if you're uh, listening and you want more local high school football. So we're pulling for the Eagles in Division Two Select. We go to Division Three Select, two teams, both on buys, uh, two teams that we've seen play each other, obviously, in the same district. Darbone Woods and Calvary. Calvary hosting Menard. I feel like we see this matchup every year. Yeah, I feel bad for Menard. Their season <laughs> ends this week. It's over. Uh, I mean, what more can I say? Um, Abram Wardell is is an absolute stud. Uh, yep. He's got four stud wide receivers. <laughs> You've got two stud running backs and, and Simon and Julius Moss. And then they're great on defense. And, oh, by the way, they're good on special teams. And Rodney Gewen's an awesome coach. So, uh yeah, good luck, Menard. I mean, I do believe that they're going to come in and they're going to be prepared. And um, I, you know, I, I, this is playoff football, so anything can happen. We went down and played Menard when I was at Red River in 2021. The final score was 14 to seven, when we were averaging 44 points a ball game. I mean, they they will be well coached. They're going to come in and play hard nosed football. Uh, but you know, Calvary's just a different animal. I mean, all classifications, arguably the best team, one of the best teams in all classifications right now i mean you you put them up against anybody they can compete against the best of the best the rustins the destra hands you name it 
they can go out and compete with them. Uh, and they are, they're really, really good. So uh, Menard's going to come up here and they're going to get a taste of that um, Friday night. And, um, you know, it's one of those things where uh, there's not a lot of sure things when it comes to uh, picks, right. uh, you know, where if I was a betting man, this would definitely be one that I would put, a, you know, a substantial wager on, but they wouldn't give you the odds. I mean, this is one of those yeah. deals where you're not making any money off a bet here against, Cal- you know, versus Calvary. So um, I think that uh, Calvary rolls this week big time. Yeah, I'm with you, and i kind of guilty of just looking at the matchup, and you, you mentioned it. I mean, you look at Holy Savior Menard, and that's always a solid team, and I kind of caught myself for a second like, oh, but then you remember all the teams that Calvary not only played but ran past. This team is different, and I'm with you. I think we'll see that in round two, three, four, and in the dome. Um, Dar- Darbon Woods, interesting, uh, an interesting case. Um, obviously, they had a tough time with Calvary, as, as did everyone, but an historic year for the Timberwolves. They get to host a playoff game, Notre Dame coming in. Um, I don't know. I, this one, I mean, it's an 8-9 matchup. It's supposed to be close. I'm kind of stumped when I'm looking at this one. Yeah, I mean, I think it's great that Darbone Woods made it, um, you know, had a bye and, and hosted a playoff game. That's exciting. They're playing Notre Dame, though. And uh, Notre Dame's one of those teams where you're like, oh, geez. Uh, they don't play soft schedule. Uh, you know, they're not always going to be a top four seed because they do play tough. They play a very tough schedule. They are very good at what they do. Um, they're physical. It's just uh, that you know, these these brackets are, are just fun to look at. But when you start really looking at who teams have played and what they've had to do, um, you know, Notre Dame's, Notre Dame's schedule has been pretty tough. So they're going to be well prepared. And, and then their scheme is hard to stop it as it is. So I don't think that Darbone Woods and the way they play football is really going to be much of a, an issue for Notre Dame to deal with. Uh, you know, with that run-heavy, run-centric type offense, right. just because Notre Dame does that. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, it's exciting for Darbone Woods. If anything had happened on Friday night in the playoffs, and and uh, those kids are believing, and they're playing great football, and, and, and they've had a great year. And so, um, you know, I, I would love to turn on, uh, you know, flip on to go preps and see uh, Darbone Woods up two scores <laughs> late in the fourth quarter. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, certainly rooting for the Timberwolves, but I'm with you. Certainly a, a, a tough out for them in round two. Um, one last game, one last bracket. Division four select. It's our game of the week this week, and I think this one is going to be awesome. It's Glenbrook and St. Mary's. Mm. Well, you know, I don't know if I need to even give a, a <laughs> response on this. Well, I, you, I'm going to. I think Glenbrook rolls. Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to give my boy Reagan Smith, you know, um, it, c- congratulations to him and what he's done in year one as head coach. Uh, that's my guy. You know, I hope that they they, uh, they keep it rolling. I think they do. They're really, really good. Uh, but so is St. Mary's. I mean, I right. turn on the TV and you see highlights and you, you hear people talking and, and kids showing videos and highlights and clips. And, you know, every week they just keep getting better and better and better. And so, um, you know, they're, they're, they're a really good football team. Are they coming to Glenbrook? Is, uh, it's going to be in Natchitoches. It's in Turpin, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, that makes things even more interesting just because Turpin's an interesting place to play. It's right. big stadium and nobody's there. So, right. uh, you know, uh, who knows? Um, yeah, are we picking this? Because if it's the game of the week, I can't go against Reagan. Reagan's my boy, but I do know that it's probably going to cause me problems down in Natchitoches. I mean, I, I don't I don't know anybody at, at St. Mary's. You know, my son's roommate's uh, – former quarterback there but he he's not he, he ain't gonna be mad at me for picking these guys well, so you know i i was uh, 
I was thinking maybe we didn't pick this week because I feel like most of our most of our teams are at home and 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 I just yeah. hate picking the other. You know what I mean? Like one of us, if we do the thing, one of us has to pick an, an out of town team, and I hate doing that because it's not fun. We don't want to. I'm not pulling for that if I even if I pick it. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you know. I'm glad that we don't have to actually make an official pick. Uh, I can tell you what I hope that happens. I hope that that Glenbrook you know rolls this week just right. because. Uh, Reagan Smith has done an excellent job year one. Following Feaster, you know, yeah. got him, got him in the LHSA. And, and I, what they, what, they, they couldn't do the playoffs last year. Isn't this the first year they yes. could do the playoffs? Was, well, yeah. actually, were they in it last year? I think they were in they, it last they, year. Yeah, yeah, they, they, were. they won. Did they lose like in a second round or Some, quarter round, quarter final or something? I think so. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, I, I definitely, I think they did play the playoffs last year. Um, it was that first yeah. year where they were doing so well that they couldn't, they, they, they couldn't participate because of the move yeah. over from yeah. the uh, Mississippi. Great year, great year, great year to follow Feaster. That's hard to do. And, uh, you know, he's done a great job coaching those guys up. So um, pulling for them this week. Yeah, and um, I, uh, I, it's so funny with Glenbrook. So my wife, uh, Kim, she shot the game over at Glenbrook last week and uh, she comes back and um, I'm like, well, what did you get? And she was like, well, it was a little slow. I only got a couple scores. You might, you might like them. We'll see. And she shot the top play of the night, which was Chase Sintel going over three defenders' heads in the back of the end zone for a touchdown grab. And I'm like, my goodness, did you not? You didn't think this was good? She was like, well, it was a touchdown. I'm like, that was the best play of the night. So uh, hats off to her. She got it, and she got it well. So uh, love to see that. Um, One last thing um, about this game. Do not let me forget. I need you to text me Reagan's number for Daniel so he can get in touch with him for the game of the week. Done deal. Okay. I, um, Daniel would be very mad at me if I forgot, especially after I called him out <laughs> for the highlighting incident too. So we got to be nice to Daniel here. He does a lot for us. Um, well, look, man, that's it. That's all eight brackets with local teams. Um, I'm so excited for this game of the week, the only matchup of two local teams, so it was an easy pick for us. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess closing thoughts. It's different because last week we were talking about a lot of road teams. Now we're talking about a lot of teams that are the higher seed at home off of bye weeks. Uh, do you got a message for these guys as they start their playoff runs? Well, I mean, it, enjoy every minute of it. Uh, leave nothing to chance. You know, uh, spill it all on the field. Go out there and give everything you got. I mean, at this point right now, you know, it's you're, you're down to you're down to quarters, and then you're down to um, you know series, and then you're down to plays and then it's it's over and so um you know that's the one thing i I wish kids understood and and they don't they don't until it's over it's like hey man it this is as good as it's ever going to be this is as most fun you're ever going to have as a football player and you get to represent your school and your town and um you know your, your family sitting up there in the stands and you're the local celebrity and you're the talk of the town and your team is doing great and you know, don't regardless of what the scoreboard says, don't you dare tap out until that game is over. You never know how things are going to end. And when it's over, it's over. So enjoy every single minute of it because you don't get those back. And for many kids, it's over. It's the end of a, it's the end of an era. It's the end of a career. They're never going to put the pads back on and play another real football game. So uh, at the end of the day, that's what we tell our guys is don't, don't leave it up to the officials. Don't leave it in the hands of the officials. Don't leave it in the hands of the opponent. Man, just focus on right there, that one play, that one series, that one drive, and do it over and over and over again and give everything you got. Do it for the guy next to you. Because uh, when it's all over, it's over. And, and ho- you're hoping you get another game. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm wishing all of them the best of luck. And uh, I'm hoping that our uh, 
North Louisiana teams keep it rolling this week. Man, I'm ready to strap on the pads right now, Coach. I'm ready to get out there, leave it all on the field for my team and my school. Those days are far behind me. I believe it was a Michael Scott quote that said, uh, I wish there was a way to realize you were in the good old days while you were actually in them. <laughs> that was actually Andy. Look at our director's uh, Logan right there with the office quote correction there. That's, uh, that's bad, bad news for me. Really, Andy said that? Okay. It's a great Andy quote. Bernard, great okay. quote. I've, I've been saying Michael Scott for years. I've been wrong. All right, Coach. Well, <laughs> I've been corrected enough times tonight. I'm going to wrap this thing up. You come into the studio Friday? Possibly. It's okay. my it's my it's my wedding anniversary. Oh, okay. Well, we don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll talk off air about that. Um, if not, we'll, we'll definitely get you on next week. Um, happy anniversary, of course. And thanks as always for taking Thank some you. time to talk ball with us, Coach. Absolutely. I've enjoyed it. Week in and week out. Love doing it. You're the best. Thanks for listening to us, guys. We'll be live on Friday Football Fever this Friday night, 1030 on KPXJ. It's round two of the playoffs. You know you don't want to miss that.